and welcome to Hope for Me Live. Today we're going to be talking about setting good boundaries. Angie, I don't think the average person, the average Christian, non-Christian, just people in general, have a real good understanding about setting boundaries in their lives. Right, and, you know, and that's that's really we wanted to go through this and 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 help you with those. What does that look like? We we always hear, oh, good boundaries, have good boundaries, have good boundaries. You're right. A lot of people don't. Okay, what does that mean? How do we do that? How yeah. does that even happen? So we really wanted to be, you know, more specific and, and lay out a plan for you. Right. And this can be very, very helpful, especially w w when you get overwhelmed in life. You need to learn what boundaries to set. Sometimes it's time boundaries. Sometimes it's people boundaries. Right. Sometimes it's, it's boundaries relating to something totally different. But the bottom line is all of these tips, we have 10 tips for you will really help you to set the proper boundaries. Because when you set the proper boundaries, you're really setting yourself up for success. Right, right. That's important to, to remember. It's it's not a bad thing to set boundaries. You're not mean for setting boundaries. You know, you're, you're not cutting people off, you know, that kind of thing. And so, and so this is actually very good, a healthy thing to practice for both yourself and for the people around you. I like the way you said that you're not mean for setting boundaries. If you have somebody in your life <laughs> that tells you you're mean because you set boundaries, you might need to set a boundary with them. <laughs> right. But, That's true. All right. So let's go to number one. These are 10 tips. Number one, know yourself. Know your life goals, your relationship goals, your emotional goals, mental, spiritual, physical goals. You really need to know yourself. Yeah, so if you want to start learning how to set good boundaries, that's a first important step is, okay, first I have to figure out myself, who I am, what my needs are, you know, all the things we mentioned, what what are my goals, you know, um, where am I physically, emotionally, mentally? That's going to be an important piece is taking inventory of all those things, especially say if you're in a broken place right now, if you're suffering emotionally, your boundaries are going to look a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of have to take an inventory where you are mentally, physically, all of those things. So you have a good understanding of yourself. Therefore, when you start to implement these boundaries, you're going to know exactly where they need to go. I don't think anybody enters life, adulthood, and they're going through life, and they're thinking to themselves, I can't wait to be totally overwhelmed and controlled by people <laughs> that don't want the best for me. Because those two things in particular are those big goals. You know, the One, don't get overwhelmed with life. Learn to say no. Right. Or be controlled by people that don't want the best for you. Right, right. You know, and, and I was also looking at that when we, the very first thing we said was life goals. That is, you know, tr try to remember that the best thing to, to reach those life goals is to plan ahead of time, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, you're going to plan a route to get to those life goals, and that in itself is boundaries. That in itself is I'm not going to let anything come in between that, including people. Who, who don't aren't, aren't there to encourage me and support me along the way. So this is just going to be a very good set. This, don't skip this part. The taking the inventory mm -hmm. is going to be that important piece. All right, so know thyself, little yeah. King James lingo for you. <laughs> Number two, looking at the past, the present, and the future, determine what may be harmful or what may be beneficial. So you're, gonna, you're, you're really taking an inventory of your life. Right. Hold on. Yes, that's a plane. Okay, go ahead. So, Just to let you know, yeah, it's on our end, not your end. Right, right. So you're going to, yeah, you're going to be looking at, um, hey, where am I at? I'm, I'm looking at the past and see where I've been because that's going to help you to know where you're going to, where you want to go. Things that you're going to want to change, 
things that you're going to want to put in place, that kind of thing. And also with your relationships, if you have to set boundaries and relationships, you're going to want to look at your how it's been in the past, where your relationship is now, and where do you want to see that relationship to go. And that is going to be very um, key to know where those boundaries need to happen. You know, we all make mistakes. A wise person, after they make a mistake, they recognize it. And then they adjust things accordingly right. so it doesn't happen again. Right. Absolutely. The Bible says that, that like a dog that returns to its vomit, a fool returns to his folly. So in other words, it, a foolish person winds up making the same mistake over and over and over and over again. And we want to help prevent people from doing that. Right, right. And by looking at, so so say you're in this in a relationship and you're wondering, hey, do I have a future in this relationship? You're going to look at that past and where you are right now and you're going to determine if I move forward, is it going to be beneficial mm-hmm. or, or is this going to be a harmful relationship? So that inventory, again, is going to be really necessary. You kind of have to um, take yourself into that place of being introspective and weighing all, all, all the consequences. Okay, number three, we're talking about time. Okay, determine how much time you're willing to give to any situation or person and be clear in that situation or to that person. That's the limit. Right. So many people kind of just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying don't be flexible. I absolutely think flexibility is very good. But, but don't, don't go with the flow and just be swayed here and there. The, a little bit of planning can save you a lot of heartache. Even planning, you know, okay, I'm about to do this event or make this commitment. How much time do I really want to give to that? Mm-hmm. What, what are my boundaries going to be? Um, so that I don't get overwhelmed or so I don't forget my own life goals or, you know, uh, you know, so, so all of those things are going to be super important and just, just stay focused on that. Don't waver. One of the biggest mistakes people make is they get guilted into things. Right. And when you get guilted into something, you wind up following through oftentimes, but it's not for the right reasons. And I want to tell everybody on a pastoral level do not allow people to control you or better better said manipulate you by doing that right right and so it, you know the, the other thing to think about is if you don't look at how much time you're willing to do like you said you can be guilted into it and then when you're guilted into something you're not giving your best you're yeah. not giving your all you're kind of just doing it because you feel like you have to so the things you're going to commit to and commit that time to you, you know when when you do commit that time and only that time you know there's going to be an ending you know yeah. that that there, it's only for this amount of time you can really go for it and give it your all and do your best, and, and it's, it'll turn out great. If, and if you get guilted into stuff, and let's say it's good stuff, but you get guilted into it, you know, there's not a lot of blessing there from, from God, whereas when you enter something with, with, with truth and with a, a full spirit of, of joy, um, that's a totally different thing, and that's where God's blessings come upon you. So right. you need to understand you're not getting God's blessings by doing something good because you've been guilted into right. it. Right. Okay, number four, make sure you prioritize to keep from getting overwhelmed. So setting a list of priorities because we can get overwhelmed because you got A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, let's stop. Which one is the priority? Right. Then the next priority and the next priority, especially right. when you have kids and a job. 
Right, right. And this is going to help you, you remember, going back to number one, where we've kind of taken inventory of our life goals and our relationships and all those kinds of things. So so this that's going to be very helpful to actually help you do this point where you're doing where you're prioritizing so what you want to do is just really decide according to what you've already taken inventory of what are my priorities um and and it will just really keep you focused so that you don't get overwhelmed and you can just refer back to it and stick with it don't feel bad for sticking with it it's really good to help where you can it's very good to help others it's very but but you also don't want to take away from the goals that you've set for yourself. And I would add that, you know, if you've set your priorities, which is so important, okay, and the Holy Spirit moves in a way where your priorities get changed, okay, that's that flexibility that you were talking about right. earlier, that sometimes we misread God and, and we're, we're wrong about what, how we set a priority or who we set the priorities with, and, and sometimes things change. Right. Which means you, again, have to be flexible. So this is not something you set as the Ten Commandments and then you don't touch it for the next 30 years. No. This is an ever-changing priority list. Right. And the goal is just be intentional about right. the prioritizing. Yeah. Okay, number five, have a good understanding of what's expected of you before you commit to anything. Um, on our cheat notes here, you have underlined before. Right. Okay. Right. Know what you're getting into. Especially when it, you know, and this is, people can get really busy in church work. Right. And they get overwhelmed and they're doing good stuff, but it's not necessarily God's will that you do so much good stuff that you neglect some other things that he wants you to have. Right. Or even yourself at times. There's nothing wrong with saying, I, I can't neglect myself. Right, right, right. And so again, the the prioritizing, um, the the understanding your time frames and knowing yourself, all of these will help you do this one. So so you're going to make sure, um, it, you know, it's just wisdom to go and say, what am I committing to? I need the full understanding, how much time it's going to take, what's going to be involved. Am I able to fully commit or where, where am I at? So that way, when you do commit, all of a sudden there's other pieces you didn't know about coming. Oh, I, I, we actually want you to do this for another couple months, which is not what you planned on. So, and that, you know, to drop these bombs, you know, on you that you weren't prepared for. So you're, you want, you're going to want to avoid that as much as you possibly can. So really dig deep and, and know what you're committing to before you commit. And, you know, if you need help, folks, um, there's counselors standing by free of charge. Go to hopeforme.live, check out our website, and um, the number is on the website. Give us a call, and we would love to be able to help you through this process. Again, that's hopeforme.live. So we're talking about 10 steps for setting good boundaries. Step number six, I love this one, <laughs> limit people's access to you according to their willingness to communicate with you. Yeah. Ooh. I know. <laughs> There's a lot in there. Yeah. There's a lot in there. So it's always best to be a person that is willing to communicate yourself, right? You, to, to be that kind of person, we absolutely need communication. Um, it's, it's the greatest connector. It, it's the greatest problem solver. It's the greatest way to to just kind of know where you're going and um, being able to relate with people. So communication is key. Be a person that communicates well. But also you only want to kind of get into business, whatever that is, a relationship, job, ministry, whatever, with people who are willing to communicate as well. 
So you're going to kind of, if you're, if you're involved with people that are not willing to have that, that, that communication or, or problem solve with you and that kind of thing, you're going to pretty much limit the access they have to influence your life or your goals or, you know, things like that. So you're going to, you're going to be very careful with that. Um, and, um, just be a good communicator yourself. When you're extending a hand of fellowship to someone else at a biblical level, um, it's important to understand the purpose of the fellowship. The purpose of the fellowship is for you to build this uh, one person up and that person to build you up. That's the purpose of it. That's God's will for it. It is okay if somebody is in a position where they are bringing you down and they're not a good influence. That It's okay to set the boundary that this relationship is not the proper relationship biblically for me. Right. It's so important for us to be able to understand that. Right. And it's okay to have different levels of friendship. If a person, if there's a person that um, is, it doesn't have that willingness to go deep and to, to communicate well and, and that kind of thing and share openly and honestly, they're going to be more of, you're going to keep them more of an acquaintance level mm -hmm. than to share, open up your heart and share all these intimate yeah. details. And that's you the know? fellowship that I'm referring right, to. Right, yeah. right. So you're just going to do that according to their willingness. Okay, number seven, say yes when you can, but an absolute, emphatical, absolute no to crossing a boundary that you have set. Right. See, the thing, the thing that happens is if someone can get you to, to cross a boundary, they will continue to do it. You can't, it, it gets harder and harder to It's like giving in to a kid. Boundary. Once you give in to a kid, then you have set the standard. Right. And they're going to just go for broke. Right. Right. So, so it's okay to be a person that says, yes, I will help and, and do that kind of thing. But not to the point where people are taking advantage and, and, and your goals get set aside or your needs get set aside. It's and what you just said is not a selfish thing. It's not. This, uh, because this, is, this goes under self-care. Right. And, and we've said this before. If you're drowning, you cannot save other people That's who are right. drowning. So you've got to make sure that you're healthy and you're doing well so that you can have more yeses. But make sure that you're not letting those boundaries be crossed by people taking advantage of you. Okay, number eight, clearly communicate your needs and expectations to others. You know, it's interesting when we're setting boundaries or thinking about setting boundaries in our lives, when we're just living in our lives, sometimes we just kind of clam up and we don't communicate properly what those boundaries are. Right. And then they get, we just get run over. Right. And then we find ourselves as you had mentioned earlier, drowning when, let's be blunt, it, it's, it's our fault for not communicating those in the first place. Right, right. And, and it's, it's never a good idea just to assume that people know. You know, everybody has a different way of thinking or feeling or, you know, different ways of handling things. So, you know, it, you can do it in a very nice way. Saying what you need or what you expect is not a mean thing. It's actually being gracious to the other person to let them know where you stand. They don't need to guess or assume. Everything is very clear and upfront from the get-go. You know, I was thinking uh, as, as we've been going through this list about the life of Jesus Christ. Mm. Because when you look at his life, he set clear boundaries. Right. He, he intentionally set a boundary that there were going to be 12 
disciples under him. Yeah. He didn't bring in other people. You know how many people wanted to be his disciple during this time? Yeah. He excluded them. He had 12 disciples. He set those boundaries. Right. He set the boundaries that when people just decided to ignore him or do whatever, they they set boundaries. They just moved on, you know? Yeah. He set boundary after boundary in his life. Um, and and even the, the, the disciples, when they did not understand the plan of God, he set the boundaries and just shut them down. Yeah. He just, no, no. No, I'm not going to be king. No. Right. He just set those beautifully. Right. And and the point is, is he knew what he was there for. Right. He knew who, who he was, why he was there, what he needed to do. So he had that understanding, which helped him set those boundaries. He's not going to let anything get in the way of his calling. Not on this list, but I just thought I had a really deep thought. The boundaries that society had set for him, a preacher of the day, a teacher, mm-hmm. he blew through those boundaries. Yeah. In other words, make sure that the boundaries you're setting are biblical and right and are of God. Because right. sometimes people set the total wrong boundaries, and when you do, it's going to get you in trouble. Right, right. We don't, And we don't want other people setting our boundaries for us. That's right. something we need to do for ourselves. All right, number nine, be willing to move boundaries in a healthy way as circumstances change. And I, I touched on that at the yeah. beginning of the show. Yeah, that's that flexibility we were talking about. Sometimes you're going to have to have stronger boundaries until something changes, until something gets better. It's maybe a relationship that has, there's been broken trust. So you're going to have to set some strong boundaries until that trust is you know is regained and then at that point be willing to go ahead and loosen up on those boundaries for the health of the relationship yeah you say to to move the boundaries in a healthy way so that assumes that there's going to be an unhealthy way to to change and move boundaries and i assume those unhealthy ways are um people manipulating you um circumstances changing in a way where maybe a boundary is really good but you're just like are feeling lazy and you don't want to deal with it right. and you just want uh, just leave me alone i don't you want know? to fight I anymore don't want to fight anymore <laughs> and then you right. just let the boundaries down right but again you let that boundary down once people will keep stepping over it and it's going to be very hard to regain and then what does that do it wears you out it exhausts you you become overwhelmed yeah so so the fight might be uncomfortable sometimes um, to fight to keep those boundaries, not fighting with other people, but to keep those boundaries that might get tiring. But it's going to be way more tiring if you don't. A big boundary in particular, um, you know, in the Christian community, especially for the ladies, you know, uh, you're dating and setting boundaries f- physically with, with right. that, 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 that man, you right. know. That's, those are really hard ones, right. you know, for both, right. for obvious reasons. But you need to stick with it. Right. You really do for the long-term benefit of the relationship, for the, your long-term uh, benefit spiritually, and and for the benefit of the kingdom. You right. know, it, it, that, that would be a one big example. All right, number mm-hmm. 10. Always remember that fear builds walls where healthy boundaries bring connection and great opportunities. And it's interesting. We oftentimes change boundaries or just blow through them because of fear. Right, right. So, so when you're acting out of fear, oh, I got to set a boundary because I'm afraid. What what ends up happening is you do you isolate and you build walls that that aren't healthy. Th- those are not healthy boundaries. Walls where you isolate and keep other people out because you're afraid of getting hurt or whatever. 
um, that that's not a good way to go. We need people. We we were made to have connection, and we're gonna need people for opportunities, people for relationships that are healthy and strong. We we need those, and so drawing boundaries is what's gonna keep those relationships or those connections healthy, not walls. So we're gonna have to determine. Um, and if we're dealing with fear, that that's going to need to be healed so that you can set healthy boundaries. Nothing good happens out of fear. The only good fear that, that the Bible says that you, you should have is the Bible says that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that healthy dose of fear, which we could go into a, you know, a whole different show because it's, it, it's not the typical fear that a lot of people think it is. Um, but having that 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 you know all of who he is and wanting to please him anything else all this fear just messes everything else up right and i think i don't think a show goes by where we don't talk about fear at some level because it is the number one motivator that destroys lives it is it's it's just such the base of so many things that that turn into hard things but i just just remember you're important it's okay to have those boundaries and to care for yourself and to do things in a healthy way. And also, as you do that and other people are watching, they will see a strength in you that they're going to want. And, and and hopefully you'll influence them to set good boundaries for themselves. Angie, thank you so very much. Mm-hmm. So, folks, this is real simple. Learn to set boundaries. Do it biblically. Uh, seek the Lord. Uh, do it for the right reasons. And it can really help you in your Christian walk and in your life. Be happier, healthier. Um, it will help you really, really, really move your life into a position of blessing with God. And that's one of the things the Lord loves to do is to bless other people. All right, well, we'll hear you. Uh, we'll see you next time again. If you need help, we're always available, hopeforme.live. Go to the website and check us out. And we would love to be able to speak to you about this if you need some help um, with some of the boundaries that you need to set in your life. God bless everybody.